essentially you've got these three stages of Facebook ad campaigns that move someone from a stranger to a paying customer in the shortest amount of time possible by showing the right ads to the right people at the right time. Running Facebook ads is easy. Connect your credit card, click a few buttons, and there you go. Your Facebook ad campaign is off and racing. Running Facebook ads is too easy. Too easy to get very wrong. Running Facebook ads effectively in a way that provides a high return on ad spend requires a strategy. And in today's episode of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, we're going to go deep into how to set up Facebook video ad funnels that actually work. Are you ready? Let's go. This is the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, helping you engage your ideal audience to action through online video. I'll be bringing you the absolute best in the world of video marketing, content creation, storytelling, and marketing strategy, as together we grow to dominate online video and build profitable businesses. I'm your host, Ben Amos. Now let's get on with the show. G'day, g'day, and welcome back to episode 108 of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. I'm really glad you're here because today is a super valuable episode, which I'm really excited to bring to you today. So I also can't wait to hear the feedback after today's episode. And I want you to let me know, reach out after you've listened to today and let me know what you learned, what you took away from today's episode. But I'm getting ahead of myself here because I haven't yet really explained what we're going to talk about today. So stay tuned because today's episode is all about how to set up Facebook video ad funnels that actually work. You see, the thing is that Facebook video ads are just not as straightforward as they first seem. Sure, you can just click that boost button or follow the steps that Facebook provides to set up a video views ad campaign, but but what then? And this is exactly why I wanted to bring today's guest on the show for you. So today's guest is Charlie Lawrence, and he's a Facebook advertising strategist, writer, speaker, and agency owner. He's the founder and CEO of Gecko Squared over in the UK, which is a digital marketing agency that specializes in Facebook and Instagram advertising. Now, Charlie specializes in working with high growth e-commerce companies specifically, and he's been buying media for over eight years. This framework that he's going to share with us in today's episode is super powerful and super relevant for any industry, whether it be professional service based or um, product based or e-commerce or any business really can benefit from this framework that Charlie's going to share with us today. So in today's episode, we're going to break down what many businesses and marketers are actually doing wrong when it comes to running Facebook ads. And Charlie's going to step us through a three-step framework that actually makes moving people from a cold audience through to an engaged and purchased customer in basically at its simplest forms, three easy steps. And I know that you're going to want to take notes in this episode. So feel free to re-listen to this episode or importantly, head on over to the show notes page at the end of this episode and grab the downloads that I'm going to share with you towards the end of this episode. I'm not going to keep you waiting much longer. Let's get into this chat with Charlie Lawrence from Gecko Squared. Charlie Lawrence, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. 
Yeah, thanks for joining us on the show today. So as I mentioned to you before we hit record here, I'm really excited and interested to to see where this conversation goes today and to dive deeper into the world of, of video advertising, specifically on Facebook, um, because I know that's an area you have specific expertise in. So really looking forward to what you're going to share with our listeners today. But before we get into that, Charlie, can you tell us a little bit about your story and what led you into the world of, of advertising and, and online marketing and what you do today? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I've been buying media for eight years now, and I started at university when I went and worked for a digital marketing agency. Um, also, at the same time, I built out my first company with like an old school friend. We were you know, designing and, and developing apps for clients and for ourselves and launching those you know, through social media marketing and, and Google AdWords as well at the time. And then, you know, unfortunately, that business came to a close. The co-founder moved on to a family business. And I had this really important kind of life decision. And it was, you know, do I go back and work for the agency because I've become friends with the founder and he had offered me um, a job? Or do I kind of go out on my own, um, venture into a new business? Uh, and that is exactly what I decided to do. I, uh, you know, put the job to one side, thought I could always go back to it if the new business doesn't work. Um, and I dived into setting up my digital marketing agency called Gecko Squared. And so that was back in 2014 now. And the business up to now has just been growing like crazy. Um, you know, we've specialized in Facebook advertising and Instagram advertising. And now we're working with amazing clients having a truly transformational effect on growing their business through this paid advertising channel. Yeah. Hey, so what have you seen? Yeah, like that's four or five years of yeah. of advertising on Facebook and Instagram. What have you seen change over that time significantly? What have been the big shifts? Oh, so many basically. Um, so the big ones has been the price of advertising. That's obviously increased. You know, every 18 to 24 months, the price of advertising on Facebook typically doubles. So, you know, we're seeing costs increase, which is, which is, basically means um, you've got to have everything kind of locked in and a proper strategy to really take full advantage and, and get the great results. You know, you, you can no longer just kind of play on the platform and, and tinker with it. Um, you know, the other one is we've seen a lot of new objectives and audience targetings released. Uh, so, you know, Facebook introduced reach objective. They, um, they introduced conversions as well. And the big one is they introduced video custom audiences uh, a few years ago now, which we're going to talk about a little bit later on, but it, um, allows us to group people based on the video content that they've watched of yours as a business and how much of the video content they've watched. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So in your opinion, how have you seen the, the desire for video advertising creative from from the businesses and brands that you work with. Are they coming to you now specifically thinking we're going to do some video campaigns or, or, you know, what's that positioning like for you as an agency? So as an agency, you know, we started pushing clients to creating more video content, you know, over two years ago now, as we saw it was increasing in effectiveness on the platform. And, um, you know, they launched the video custom audiences and, and video views being such a cheap engagement metric, you can build up audiences really quickly. So, you know, client 
pretty much most clients now realize they've got to be doing some kind of video because videos all over Facebook, you know, that's why they launched Facebook watch. That's why they launched, well, Instagram, um, obviously owned by Facebook launched Instagram TV and obviously stories being a really engaging video format. We strongly advise clients if they haven't got any video content before they do any work with us to create video content for their business, which we can then use across the different campaign levels uh, in their Facebook advertising. Okay, interesting. Let me um, dive into that a little bit deeper because I know for me personally as a video production company, video strategy agency that I run. And I also know that there are, are listeners to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast who who are video producers producing work for their clients. Um, would, you, would you say that you're steering people towards going to create organic content first, which is then repurposed into video ads, or are they going out and creating content specifically for their advertising campaigns? Really good question. And it, it depends on the business. So, you know, some clients and brands that we work with have already built up a big organic content base using video. And in that case, we can just repurpose, take their most effective organic content, push it into the paid environment, uh, and then, you know, serve that to highly targeted audiences. But a lot of the time, it is getting clients to create videos specific for ad campaigns, depending on what platform we're going to put it on and where in the sales funnel, you know, we're positioning their video content. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And I know we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that as well, but before we do, what do you see as the, the biggest misconceptions or mistakes that business owners are making or marketers are making when they're considering using video creative on Facebook or Instagram advertising? So I'll kind of, I'll talk a little bit just about kind of a broader mistake people make with Facebook ads, and then I'll dive into, you know, video specific mistakes that we often see. So sure. just yeah. from a, a broader perspective, because, you know, this is important to understand because it doesn't matter if you're making the video creative mistakes, if your overall strategy is incorrect, it's not going to make a difference basically. So, you know, the first broad mistake is people jump into Facebook advertising without a plan of action, without a proper strategy that they're going to implement against to achieve a desired result. And so they just run campaigns ad hoc every now and then, and they're not going to see the consistency and the sustainability that they want in their Facebook ad results. Then if we jump a level deeper into videos in particular, there's two main mistakes that we see um, people that want to use video as creative as part of their ads. The first one is they create videos that are too long. So on Facebook now, short videos perform better in 99% of cases for most businesses. And that is because the attention span and the average watch time on Facebook is so much shorter compared to other video platforms like YouTube. The other side to this is that they don't, when there's kind of spoken word in their video, so it's not just a slideshow of product imagery, for example, they don't use any captions either. And so a big, big part of video consumption on Facebook is actually with the sound off. So if you've got a video, but you don't have any captions, um, you're going to get a lot of views, but they're going to be, people aren't going to understand kind of what you're saying because they're not going to play the audio, particularly if they're out in a mobile environment, obviously, you know, commuting to work or 
um, you know, in the office, not doing some work and checking Facebook, for example. Yeah. Uh, so you know, those are the two main mistakes we see with video production. Um, it's you know too long a video and no captions on videos where there's spoken word in them. Okay, so Charlie, let's talk specifically about that duration thing because uh, you would be aware, as as many of our listeners are, that Facebook specifically are calling out video creators to to aim for creating videos three minutes or longer for organic placement on the platform with obviously the underlying goal of being able to run ads within those three minute or longer videos. So what's your thoughts on that move by Facebook um, to effectively try and encourage content creators to use Facebook much like they would YouTube and produce longer videos for the platform? What do you say on that? So I think from an organic perspective, that's obviously, you know, a, that key objective of Facebook is to keep people on the platform um, and increase that average watch time like on YouTube. And so creating longer form content organically does make sense if you've got an audience that's going to engage with it essentially. But because organic reach is so declined on Facebook, you know, it's single digit percentages now. Yeah. It's very hard to build up an organic following on Facebook. It's almost impossible now. You know, we still see it with some clients on Instagram, but now Instagram's going in the same direction as Facebook and they're just reducing that organic reach to push more people into advertising. But then when it comes to advertising, because particularly going to cold audiences where you don't have that existing relationship with the people that are, you know, you're serving your content to or your video ads to. Facebook is advising 30 to 15 second video creative because they know from an ad view, it's much, much shorter engagement duration. So I think they've really got these two different angles. They, they almost want to build, you know, like a YouTube model for organic creators that can, um, you know, push up the video views and they can start getting ad revenue from placing ads on that content, just like YouTube does. But then from the advertiser's perspective, they know that the average watch time is under a minute. And I'll give you an example, basically. So um, we run YouTube videos and we run Facebook ads for the agency. So our average watch duration on YouTube is just over three minutes. Whereas our average watch duration for our ads on Facebook is like 15 seconds. Uh, yeah. And so that is the main difference between Facebook building up this organic kind of push uh, with longer form video. But then from an ad perspective, you know, you've got to grab people's attention right away. And um, that's where shorter video creative is, puts you at an advantage. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. They've, Facebook clearly has an inventory problem and the idea of trying to encourage people to create videos that are longer organically, which effectively becomes the real estate that they can place videos ads on, um, yeah. you know, is obviously their underlying, uh, not particularly... Uh, not not particularly hard to understand goal there. So let's let's talk yeah. now about Facebook um, video ads in specifically. And I know we can kind of touch and link that to Instagram video ads. So feel free to go where you like. But I know you've got a, a good framework that you that you're willing to share uh, with our listeners about how to approach video ads strategically for a business. So so where do we start? 
Okay, so we developed something called the All Framework. And basically, it's a campaign funnel of Facebook advertising. And when I mentioned Facebook advertising, I'm also including Instagram, uh, because obviously Instagram is just a placement option that you select at your ad set level. But essentially, you've got these three stages of Facebook ad campaigns that move someone from a stranger to a paying customer in the shortest amount of time possible by showing the right ads to the right people at the right time. So the top of the funnel, you've got awareness. So this is where you really want to position video content to your cold audiences. So that's your lookalike audiences. Those are your saved audiences. And you want to start warming them up and then moving them into the next stage in the funnel, which is level one remarketing. And that is where you position product or service-based ads to drive website traffic. And then at the bottom of the funnel, you have level two remarketing. And that is where your it's website remarketing, put simply. That's where you're re-engaging people with Facebook and Instagram ads that have visited your website, but not converted into a customer. So they haven't become a lead if you're a service-based business, or they haven't purchased your product if you're an e-commerce business. And so the really important thing here is that you can use video at each stage in this framework as your creative, but you have to use it at the awareness stage. There's, that is the most effective content type to warm up cold audiences. And the main reason is because video is the most engaging type of content. You can basically pattern interrupt someone in their newsfeed. So you can stop that scroll and then you can hold on to their attention for longer. And that is why videos and video views as a metric is so cheap on Facebook. So what that allows you to do, which you can't do with, you know, regular link click engagements, for example, is you can create, like I mentioned earlier, video custom audiences, which is a audience targeting on Facebook that basically you tell Facebook, hey, I want to group everyone that's watched this video of mine, this video of mine, and this video of mine, and everyone who has watched 25% or more of the video, for example, into a new audience, and they become your level one remarketing audiences. So it's basically re-engaging people at level one that have watched your awareness-based content and when you do that, you see much lower CPMs. So how much it costs you as an advertiser to reach those people is much, much cheaper than just running that same offer straight to cold traffic, basically. Okay. So before we go, I do want to unpack this level one as well, but let's let's take it back to, to the A, to awareness. So let's talk about assuming that these are targeted to a cold audience um, of yeah. various sorts, assuming there's someone that has never heard about your brand or your business before. And so we're aiming to build awareness of the brand here through this creative and video being the form of creative that you talk about here. What does that video look like? Is it 15 seconds? Is it 30 seconds, what type of video do you think that should be? So that's a really, really good question. Um, and the type of video content you want to use in terms of the actual video itself will depend on your business type. Because uh, really there are two types of content buckets on Facebook. So you've got um, educational content and you've got entertaining content. So most people think of entertaining content when you think videos on Facebook or Instagram. 
And that works really well for B2C companies. And that could be things like a brand story, for example. So that's the why behind your business. It could be, um, you know, simply just con- content that makes your audience laugh, for example, or just adds some kind of value to them um, and just kind of brightens their day, basically. So uh, I'll give you an example. We have a client who is who runs a gin subscription and their awareness stage content was recipes that include gin. And so they do a short 30 second video, very similar to the ones like you see from Tasty by BuzzFeed. Um, and that would basically put an emphasis on here is an entertaining video of a recipe that you can make that also has gin in it. And then we remarketed those people uh, at that level one stage. So entertaining content really works well, including that brand story for B2C companies, but then B2B goes more down the educational side. So that could be, you know, similar content that we produce is directly teaching in the videos and giving value and educating your audiences at that awareness stage. So, you know, an example we have is uh, top three Facebook ad mistakes that people make. We've run that as a top of funnel awareness stage content and different variations um, for quite a long time. And that is extremely effective because we're giving value first and then we're remarketing to, you know, go in for that ask and drive site traffic to whatever the next stage in our sales funnel is. And I would imagine that even when you are educating through your content that at this top of funnel, you would still want to be aiming to entertain in some way as well. Um, yes. So, you know, it can't just be, you know, you can't standing really, in front really of a whiteboard <laughs> or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah because some people don't, they haven't built that connection with you or, or your brand yet. So they're not going to stick around if it's not no. entertaining um, and providing value to them. Cool. Okay. Well, what about duration there? Is is there a rule of thumb there for how long those videos should be? Because organically um, in, in my agency, we create, for example, brand story videos for, for, for businesses and they typically range anywhere between one to three minutes um, as a core organic branding piece. But would you run that in its full duration as a Facebook awareness video ad or would you create a cut down version of that specifically for advertising really really good point um and you know we've run you know up to two minutes maximum to be able to put it on instagram without segmenting out the placement options and and having to allocate more budget to it uh, up to two minutes um for brand story videos that clients have created Uh, but then we've also tested against shorter versions as well uh, and it's, there's no right or wrong answer here. This is the thing with Facebook ads. There's a thousand ways to do the same thing. And yeah. so with this, you want to test the longer form against the shorter form. And we just had this as an example in, we saw this with a, with a new client of ours. They had a shorter video that they cut down specifically for Instagram and Facebook that was under two minutes. It was actually about a minute long, but then we tested it against their full-length, entertaining piece of video content that was 13 minutes long. Um, So obviously, we could only run that on Facebook. And the longer-form video actually performed better because the content was so engaging and it was so good. There you go. There's there's no blanket right answer, is there? No. And we were – the client was amazed. We were amazed because, you know, typically we've seen that other trend of, you know, shorter video content being much better. But there's always outliers here. And and that's – 
spots where I think you'd want to be less focused on creating the you know optimal length of a video and more focused on the content you're actually putting into the video in the first place because ultimately that's the most important thing. Excellent. I couldn't agree more. Okay, so let's assume then that uh, that video has, has been run as an awareness ad to a cold audience with a certain amount of budget behind it. And how are we then retargeting or moving down into level one remarketing? Good question. So what you do is you build out these video custom audiences of different audience uh, engagement durations. So you have three seconds, 10 seconds, 25%, 50%, 75%, and 95% view durations. Obviously, the longer the duration, the more engaged they are, but typically the smaller your audience will be because obviously fewer people are going to get all the way to the end of your video. And obviously, when you're running shorter video, you have a higher video completion rate because obviously that video is shorter compared to, let's say, a two or three minute video. And so once you build out those video custom audiences, you then use those audiences in your ad sets as the targeting option and show them product or service based kind of some type of offer which they can then redeem on your website, basically. And that's when you're driving people from Facebook and Instagram to your site to find out more and build that consideration of your products or services in the minds of your target audience. Okay, so hold on. Let's go back a moment to those custom audiences that you're building based on on video views. So are you suggesting that within your uh, your audience section of your Facebook ad manager, you're actually building out custom audiences for all of those different view duration segments, like three seconds, 10 seconds, 25% and so on? Are you creating multiple custom audiences or are you just deciding at what stage of engagement do you want to retarget to them yeah um so we build them all out and then we like to see what the drop off is between each stage because that gives you the visibility to see that between 3 10 obviously 25 50 75 and 95 and then we essentially test each duration um in an ad set obviously three seconds is useless no point testing that um But again, you know, if you've got video content that is 15 seconds long, then the 10 second video view uh, is one that's going to be really interesting to test. Or if you've got, again, we had this example with a client where they pushed out that super long piece of video content that was 13 minutes long. And obviously the difference between a 10 second view and a 25% view was a, it was a couple of minutes essentially. And so if we just excluded the 10 second, we would have had, we wouldn't be serving the next level one ads to people that have watched a minute and a half of that video because they hadn't hit 25% yet. So in their case, you know, we chose the 10 second video optimization to start with, um, and essentially testing depending on, you know, the results you see from your level one campaigns. Okay, cool. So just real quick as well, is there a minimum number of people engaging to those levels to build out a custom audience? So normally it's 100 people. And with video views, you'll hit that on even the smallest of budgets. Yeah, okay. Well, that's good to know. Okay, cool. So so you've decided on those different custom audiences based on levels of engagement with the original awareness video, and then you're creating 
an ad for that custom audience with the goal of getting them to your website, right? But So what does that creative look like? Let's assume, because this is the, the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, let's assume we're using video creative at level one remarketing here. So what, what would you do from a video sense? And how is it so, different to the awareness video ad? Really, really good point. And so, again, like I said earlier, it depends on your business type. I'll give you an example. For e-commerce at this level one stage, we're talking product shots or product demo videos at level one. Uh, so that could be a slideshow of different product images. It could be a to-camera piece with the product in shot talking about the user benefits of the product or um, you know, adding in social proof in there like awards and the overall kind of, we call it in, in, at that stage, you can introduce the problem that your product solves basically. And then obviously within that video, move on to the solution. So you've got problem and solution in one, in one video and obviously featuring the product itself. So that's really those level one video creators are focused on the products in particular. And then a lot of people go, Hey, Charlie, well, I've got loads of products. How do I know which one I want to promote? Because obviously I've got a set amount of budget. I can't promote all of them. And particularly for e-commerce, that's when we say, look at your best selling products and start with those. And then you can, you know, move into product, different product categories and put videos in carousel cards, for example, so an audience can self-select. But ultimately you want, your videos at level one, if you're e-commerce to be product focused, but if you're a service business, you want your videos at level one to be obviously focused on the service, typically to camera um, video pieces with, let's say one of the marketing directors or the founder of the company talking about what the offer that they're, you're, you're going to make. So in services, it could be, let's say a webinar, it could be a free consultation, So talking about that in your video content is the same thing as basically presenting product, but obviously it's related to service-based businesses. Okay, cool. So how much of a sales pitch is in this level one remarketing ad? Like, Are you going so far as to say, and this is how much this thing costs or something like that in an e-commerce sense, or is it more just teasing the product to get them to click through to the page? So this is full sales mode at this stage. This is yeah. price point. This essentially you want to present some kind of offer here. If you're e-commerce in particular, you want to send, you know, essentially price incentives are the most effective for e-commerce at this level one, at this level one stage. So things like uh, discounts or free shipping. And that is what you're going to hook people in as first time customers to buy your products or services when they get to your website. Because you've got to remember that not only does a price incentive have a benefit that people are saving money, what it's really doing is reducing the risk associated with buying from you, uh, from customers that have never bought from you. So first time customers that don't have that level of trust just yet. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, so uh, with this level one remarketing, effectively, you know, if it's done its job, people are going to click through and buy, right? And that's that's it. Sold, conversion done, everyone's happy. But there's yeah. a level two. So tell there us is. about that. 
So what you'll find is a small percentage of people will buy at the level one stage because again, it's that first time that they've visited your website. So particularly for e-commerce, we know that cart abandonment rates are really, really high as, in, as across the industry. And so this is where level two comes into play and that's your website remarketing. So this is targeting people with relevant ads related to what they've, you know, the actions that they've taken on your website or the pages they've viewed, and then bringing in what we call the RTM method, which is reminders, testimonials, and messenger ad types to re-engage those people and drive them back to your website to convert as a customer. Okay, so the RTM, can you talk us through those? Are they three yes. different types of ads or is that the structure of one ad? So those are three different types of ads. So you've got reminders. So that's creating urgency. You typically want to show reminder-based ads to short audience durations. So let's say everyone that's visited your website in the last three days but hasn't purchased, for example, you want to put a reminder in front of them. And then you want to reiterate the offer that you presented in your level one ad to show them that it's still available. So if it was a discount, you know, you'd have a reminder that says, hey, did life get in the way? Um, you forgot to complete your order. Click the link below in order to um, get 10% off your first order using the code FB10, for example. And then you'd have your creative, which again, could be video, could be um, single image, for example. And that's going to re-engage people immediately within those three days after they visited your website. And then from there, you have testimonials. So this is, this is really where you can bring in video content to this bottom of funnel level two remarketing stage. Because if you can get video testimonials, that can be the most effective testimonial type, basically. Because... Again, coming back to video being really, really engaging compared to just written testimonials, when you position a video uh, testimonial and then in your ad copy, you again, reiterate your level one and you're driving traffic back to your site, that can build the social proof and the trust that you need to develop with those potential customers so they come back and purchase from you. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I love that. And I guess with those testimonials, if they were a video, uh, somehow very quickly in the opening seconds of that video testimonial ad, showing the product in some way to yes. remind them of what it is that they're being reminded of, right? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Awesome. So M, the messenger, so, yeah, is that right? Yeah, M is for messenger ads. Not really used as much for e-commerce because reminders and testimonials are the most effective, but really for service-based businesses, messenger ads can be extremely effective. So particularly if you've got a kind of a high-end service that isn't going to be an impulse purchase like most services aren't, let's be honest. And so messenger ads essentially allows you to start a, a conversation with your potential customers, and then you can move them through your sales funnel after that kind of contact point with Messenger. And are you recommending that people use bots for that or just one-to-one? -one? So you can use bots. Typically, bots are more complicated to set up. Um, they, you know, they're pretty time intensive as well. And so we advise, for simplicity's sake, if you've got the customer support staff to go one-on-one -on -one. and again, depending on budget, how many leads and how many people you're re-engaging, that's another, another uh, 
factor that you have to consider because if you have yeah. thousands and thousands of people that are going to be messaging you on a daily basis, a bot's obviously going to be obviously going to be cheaper and a lot more efficient than a human. But really, you want to develop that kind of personal connection with that per- with that person, and so a human has an advantage over a bot in that it's more authentic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think if you can open that conversation through this through this process, then you can take it from there, right? And um, yeah. you, you've got them on on the hook, so to speak. Yes. So it's up to you yeah, as a salesperson or your people as salespeople to get them across the line. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, um, so I guess that's that's the framework, right? So it's about getting people in at that awareness level with. Um, with that emotional kind of hook that that gets them to care and pay attention, and then you're retargeting them with level one remarketing um, after they've paid attention to that first video, right? And then if they didn't buy, then you're going to hit them with level two remarketing, which has just made me think. Actually, do you run level two remarketing campaigns to only to people who don't buy or is there an opportunity to uh you know get them to buy again in certain cases or to uh to engage further in some further action or you just effectively write them off if they have become a client or a purchaser after level one so amazing observation and question there you don't write them off you build out a new campaign that we call existing customer retention. And that's where you're targeting your existing customers to increase their lifetime value. Uh, So either by buying product again, um, or in services terms, you know, buying an upsell of your service, again, increasing that lifetime value. So you can increase your return on ad spend from your Facebook ad campaigns. So they are really important. Um, but you want to segment them into their own campaign and run a, again, depending on what you're positioning, typically run the conversion objective if it's going to be e-com existing customers and push product into their newsfeed. There you don't have to do the awareness stage because obviously they're a customer of yours. They already know, like, and trust you. They're familiar with you. And so you by pushing new product ads into their feed once they've become a customer, but you can generate some of the highest return on ad spend from your Facebook advertising. I mean, we did this with a client recently. And just if you isolated that campaign, their return on ad spend was over 40 times return because they were generating purchases for literally under a dollar because they already have the trust, they're existing customers and they want to just buy more product because they had a great experience to begin with and they love the first product that they bought. All right. Awesome. Cool. Love it. I think we could go for another hour diving deeper into some of this stuff, but (laughs) I do, I do want to wrap it up here. You've shared so much value for our listeners today, Charlie. So, and I know you've got some uh, ways that people can dive deeper into some of this with you more directly as well, but I think I've got two last questions if we can touch on them fairly quickly. And the first one is based around, I guess, as an indication for people who are moving into using this all type framework approach for for running video ads maybe they've in the past just run one ad um with you know the objection to try and get the objective to try and get someone to actually just buy from that one ad right um that's their kind of history in facebook advertising um if they're looking at, at allocation of budget across these different levels of advertising is there a 
typical breakdown of percentage? Like, is it, are you putting like 70% of your advertising at the awareness stage or how does that look typically? Okay. So that's a really good question. And again, like all the answers here, there's no, it, it depends on your all framework implementation. So I'll be really quick here in terms of there's three different implementation types and how you implement the strategy depends on what marketing assets that you have at your disposal as a business already going into using Facebook advertising. So you've got from scratch, that is where you're starting with no existing website traffic, no existing video engagers. And that's where to begin with, you want to push all of your budget into the awareness stage to build up those warm video audiences. And then you want to segment your budget and put 50% of it into the level one stage. And then once you've built up the website traffic, you want to take 25% of it and push that into the level two stage and then reallocate some of your awareness budget um, from the awareness stage to level one. So that's essentially starting at the awareness, pushing all your budget in, then breaking it off, putting it into level one, and then breaking it off and putting it into level two. So you have that connected framework. So that's from scratch. You then have easy wins. So easy wins is where you have existing website traffic. You can remarket. So level two remarketing and you run the awareness stage at the same time. And typically you do like a 90, 10, 80, 20 split awareness stage to level two, simply because of audience sizes, your website custom audiences are going to be much smaller. So they require lower budget to reach them. And so that's where, you know, 80% going to awareness, 20% in remarketing for level two. And then you have an all in one approach. And that's where you have existing website traffic, you have existing video custom audiences or organic engagers that you can engage with at level one. And then you're implementing the awareness stage as always. So there typically, you know, you could take 50% for awareness, 30% for level one, and then 20% for level two, see how that runs with. And if you're reaching a lot of your audiences at level one, allocate more budget to it. The same with level two, allocate more budget and pull some away from the awareness stage or just add more budget to your overall framework. Cool. Yeah. And so important. And you're reiterating the importance of just testing and measuring and paying attention to what's happening with these campaigns as they're being implemented. So last question is um, about production quality, because I think for many people thinking about running video ads and multiple video ads and, and, you know, everything we've talked about today, they're a bit overwhelmed, like, ah, you know, how can I get all these video ads produced? Does production quality matter? So I am so glad that you asked this question because, you know, personally, I'd like to think that quality matters. Me too. I'm a production company owner. Exactly. (laughs) However, in practice, we've actually seen that it doesn't matter as much as we thought it would. Uh, I'll give you an example. So, you know, we, as I mentioned earlier, we have this top of funnel video for Facebook ad mistakes. And we put one together like almost two years ago and it ran and it was really successful at generating loads of warm audiences and getting us opt-ins for our all framework training and guide at that stage. And then we thought, okay, 
it's it's okay. The content's good, but the quality's not great. So then we reshot it, um, much better quality. Uh, we brought in an editor, way better editing as well. So it looked really good. And then we ran it to the same audience and it was pretty much identical video and it just didn't do as well. It was four times more expensive. And I was just thinking, Mm. hang on a minute, how is this the case? Personally, the video looks better than it ever had done, but for whatever reason, the older piece of content was four times cheaper. And so just from a budget perspective, we had to run with the older piece of content, but then every other piece of content they saw later in our funnel was all new, fresh, you know, a lot, a lot more glossy, essentially. Um, so there you go. It, 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 this is the thing. If you're doing a brand story, I would say go in on quality because that's where it really matters. Cause that's the perception. That's your storytelling. That is really important. If you're doing educational content or entertaining content, for example, that isn't a brand story, that's much shorter, like that recipe idea that this client um, of ours had, it doesn't need huge, huge production value. Um, But really, you have to decide what works for your budget. That's At the end of the day, it's what you can afford within your budget. um, And that is what you're going to end up spending on the video production side of things. Yeah, cool. That makes sense. And and I agree reluctantly sometimes, you know, because obviously <laughs> I want clients to spend a lot of money on us yeah. producing content for them, but it's about creating the right content for yes, the right purpose the and thing. using it in the right way. So, you know, that, well said, Charlie. So, okay, so I know that you've got some ways that people can dive deeper into this framework and learn more from you. So where can people find out more from Charlie Lawrence and, and the all framework? Where can we, okay. where can so we go? The, the first place would be to download the all framework video training and 30 page guide. So you can find that on the agency website, which is gecko squared, G E C K O S Q U A R E D dot co dot UK forward slash all framework. Or if you just go to the homepage, there's a, there's a, um, a menu option that says all framework. That's where you can download that and really dive deeper into the all framework. The other place really now is my Facebook ads formula Facebook group. So this is a completely free group to join and you can um, search for it just on Facebook, the Facebook ads formula. That's where you can get your questions answered by me, someone on my team, or really the community that we're building. So we're going to be building and are currently building the best, strongest advertising community. Um, And also you can get exclusive access and early access to new content of mine as well. So the Facebook group for everyone is free. And then also the all framework training, if you want to dive deeper into the different stages, as well as things like ad examples um, and, you know, a deeper look at the audiences as well. That's on the agency website, geckosquared.co.uk. Excellent. Thanks, Charlie. And we will have, of course, all the links that Charlie mentioned there in the show notes for this episode at engagevideomarketing.com slash episode 108. Hey, Charlie, it's been a really interesting conversation for me. I kind of geek out on this marketing stuff and I know you do too. So hopefully our listeners have really enjoyed and got a lot from, from this conversation today. So I appreciate you and thanks very much. Thank you very much for having me. 
All right, how good was that? So much value shared in this episode and I hope you've taken a lot of notes. And importantly, I want you to head on over now to engagevideomarketing.com slash episode 108 and follow the links there to download and get access to the all framework in-depth training that Charlie mentioned there in that episode. And I want to hear back from you. What did you get out of this episode? Hit me up on Instagram or on Twitter at engage underscore Ben, or I'd also love you to, if you're active on LinkedIn, connect with me there. Just find Ben Amos or search engage video marketing and you will find me there. So thanks again for being a listener to this show. As you may have heard me mention before, I'm actually looking for some listeners to this show who would like to come on and be coached on their own video strategy live on an upcoming podcast. So if you're interested in applying and becoming one of our live coaching guests on the podcast, then I would love for you to head on over to engagevideomarketing.com slash podcast coaching, all one word, engagevideomarketing.com slash podcast coaching. You'll fill out a little application form there and tell me a little bit more about yourself. And then I will choose someone coming up to, and maybe a few people um, in a few different episodes, if this goes well, to do some live coaching here on the podcast. We'll record the coaching session and uh, hopefully together we'll be able to provide value to the listeners of this show as well. So I can't wait to do that in some upcoming episodes and I'd love for you to be a part of that. Once again, head on to engagevideomarketing.com slash podcast coaching and apply there. So until next week, thanks for joining me again on the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. I'm Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing and I'm here to help you engage your ideal audience to action through effective online video. And I'll be back with you next week for another episode of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. Bye for now. Hey, Ben here. I just want to take a moment to help you out with something. If you, like many of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast listeners, are looking for ways to do video for your business better, then keep listening. I've put together a free foundations video course designed to help you better understand the fundamentals of effective online video strategy for your brand or business. The three-part video series will step you through the roadmap to ensuring you know what videos to make and why, so you can get started the right way with video for your business. To jump in right now for free, head on over to engagevideomarketing.com foundations. I can't wait to see you there.